Welcome back to the second hour of Gesundheit with Jacobus. Here again is your host, Jacobus Holloway. And welcome back to the second hour of three today of Gesundheit with Jacobus. It's good to have you with us. We are indeed live uh, the day after July 4th. So it's good to have you with us. We have Dr. Mona Lisa Schulz, who is a medical intuitive. She received her doctorate in behavioral neuroscience from Boston University School of Medicine in 1993. In addition to her extensive background in health and brain research, Dr. Schulz has been a practical, a practicing medical intuitive for 19 years. Doing a medical intuitive consultation, knowing only someone's name and age, Dr. Mona Lisa discerns both a person's physical condition and the emotional state of his or her life, explaining how the two are linked. She has a website at drmonalisa.com, Dr. Dr. MonaLisa.com, DrMonaLisa.com. Check it out and find out more information. We have uh, uh, we had an exciting first hour. We're learning more about her new book that is called The Intuitive Advisor. The Intuitive Advisor, uh, available in uh, many bookstores. I hope uh, I will take make sure I have a copy at the store. I bring it with me so you can browse in it and go through it and learn more about how we can identify certain issues, be it emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, in our life, things that are with us on a daily basis, trying to understand it. We, we know they're there, they bother us at times. And so this gives us a chance, Dr. Mona Lisa is explaining how we can identify these through our own intuition. But now this book is giving us practical solutions how to not just identify it, but do something with it. And that is often a missing link. It's one thing to recognize. It's another thing to get the advice how to actually change things. Cola, good morning to you. Thank you for joining and waiting. What is your name? How can we help you, please? Oh, yes. Hi, it's Monty. Hey, Monty. Good morning to you. <laughs> good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, yeah, just now really excited. I, I, I woke up so I could hear and participate with the show and been taking notes. And um, uh, my main question and interest is, um, I'm interested in all the, the physical symptoms and all of that that everybody's been calling in with. Um, I'm interested in the emotional component. Um, as a massage therapist, um, my biggest challenge has always been uh, just emotional boundaries for me and in life in general, in relationships, and being able to somehow balance out the sensitivity, the high sensitivity I have in environments and with people and clients and so forth. I see. High sensitivity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, draw, Monty, how old are you? 36. M-O-N-T-E? M-O-N-T-I, Kennedy. I. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm sorry, how old again? 36. 36. Draw two circles on a piece of paper, but make the biggest, the circle on the right bigger. Okay. Okay? And imagine that, in fact, there are two breasts, but the one on the right is bigger than the left. Okay. (laughs) There's a reason why I say that, because, and we'll get to that in a second. So the one on the right is your right brain. The circle on the right is your right brain, and the circle on your left is your left brain. And underneath mm-hmm. them, draw a big box. Okay. Underneath, the underneath those? Okay. Underneath the circles, draw a big box. Okay. And that's your body. Okay. So the circle on your right is your right brain, and it's important okay. for emotion mm-hmm. and intuition. Your emotions, but intuition, picking up the, the, the feelings of other people. 
Uh-huh. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Notice I made it bigger than the left. Yes. Okay. Can we say that one more time? Notice I made the right circle bigger than the left. Right, because right. Because you're uh-huh. a big honking right brain on a stick. You're yeah. very intuitive. You pick, you're very emotional, and you pick up the feelings of people around you. Uh-huh. The left brain, which is yours is smaller, unfortunately, for you. It's smaller than your left brain. is is supposed to be important for saying and doing the right thing. Uh-huh. So, and the box, your body, yeah. is important for health or disease. Mm-hmm. So the way that this works is with, for health. And this is the way you're, for a normal person, this is the way you say you want to be. Okay. You want to take your right brain emotions mm-hmm. and the ones you, the, the intuition you pick up about other people. For health, you're supposed to bring that to your left brain and say and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Say and do the right thing. Say and do Not the right, the right thing. thing that you think you should do. Not the right thing that you thought, think that society wants you to do. Uh-huh. Not the right thing that you think would make you lovable. Uh-huh. But say and do the right thing that's healthy for you. Otherwise, your right brain emotions and the intuition you pick up from other people around you, you don't say and do the right thing. Your body will let you know it through symptoms of illness, eventually. Mm-hmm. Now, Monty, you're 36. Mm-hmm. And you won't be able to maintain what you're doing for very long. I see. So for, because of that big right brain on a stick, you're very intuitive and you're very emotional. And you're picking up all these feelings and problems from people around you. Mm-hmm. And you can see that if you don't say and do the right thing with your left brain, your body accumulates it. What does that mean, say and do the right thing? Um, Right, 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 my point. You say you want to shield yourself. What was the word you you said? uh, Protect myself or have better boundaries. Okay, why would you want to do that? Mostly because I feel I burn out very quickly. Okay, And then I have to retreat. Okay, good, good. So go down in the box. Uh (laughs) You just did the reading. Go down in the box. And draw seven chakras, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and label them from the one from the bottom on up, one through seven. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. So put an X on the first one because you said burnt out. It's inflammation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that means that when you, when your right brain, you have a feeling when intuitively you're picking up a distress in someone. Yeah. You're not saying and doing the right thing with your left brain. Your body picks it up and you feel burnt out. Mm. You follow me? Yes. Uh-huh. So when you don't, you don't do the right thing with your right brain intuition, your body tells you medically, intuitively, through burnt out. Okay. Are you following me? Kind of. <laughs> okay, let me because tell you. you doing, think you need doing to, the right thing. And well, I know, no, 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 I know. I understand that. So you think you need to shield yourself. I'm going to give you another way of saying it, because there ain't no way you're going to be able to shield yourself. Look at that big honking double D right brain. Okay. There's no way. Trust right. me. I've okay. done this. I invented the concept. <laughs> Trust me. I've done white clouds, white bubbles, yes. <laughs> red shields. <laughs> On it. Trust, Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Forget it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you another way, Okay. 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 
when you see someone in distress and you pick it up intuitively with your right brain, right? Right. You have an automatic thought. There are two automatic thoughts you may have. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is the thought. This is one of them. These are the intuitive curses. Okay? There's two of them. Okay. One of them is if I pick up something bad's going to happen in someone's life, right? I can tell them once, I can tell them twice. And if they don't change it, and that bad thing happens, it's my fault. I Are you following me? Yeah. 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 That's wrong. Okay. That's where you have to do something with your hands and say that their life is not their responsibility. Their life is not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Just because I got the intuitive bad news does not mean that if the bad stuff happens in their life, it's not my fault. Okay. Let okay. me give you a, because because you keep thinking if I had tried hard enough, I could have prevented it. Are okay. you following me? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you an example because that means that you're in your intuition. You, you're playing God. Very bad. Very dangerous. Okay. If you get a credit card bill in the mail from somebody else, $20,000 credit card bill, it wasn't yours, it was someone else's. Someone else's. Okay? Right. What would you do with it? Uh, I suppose I would throw it away or give it to them. Give it to them. Okay, you wouldn't pay it? No. (laughs) Well... You um, I, normally, I know, I, I, pay, I would take on the, the issue. No, but... no, no, but you wouldn't pay the bill. No, no, I wouldn't pay the okay. bill. Okay, and if you noticed that it was past due several times, yeah. would you work with those people to help them with the payment plan and make sure they didn't sell, pay, they didn't sell, um, charge the card anymore? Would you get involved with the problem? No, I, I wouldn't. Why, why not? You see the problem. You see them going down the tube. Why aren't you doing something to prevent it, you bad person? You got the news. You 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 are then complicit? No, it's not your gig. Right. It's not right. your fault. You got the message in the mail, mm. and you delivered it to the correct recipient, mm. and then okay. you let the message go. Correct. Right. Don't take it. You assume that that person had a higher power, and it wasn't you. But they could, between their higher power and them, they were going to fix the bill. Correct? Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. The same with everything else, Missy. I'm not saying I have this completely down, but I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. And that is this. When you intuitively get connected to someone, you get a signal that something bad's going to happen. You tell them once, you tell them twice. And then you pretend it's that bill. You let it go, and you do a mental 12-step program on it, and you learn 12-step codependent stuff. Mm-hmm. You learn if they have a higher power, it ain't you. Mm. And you learn detachment. And every time you start to worry about that person, you note it, and you do a mindfulness technique on it. You say, oh, there I go again. I'm worrying about that person. I'm paying that person's credit card bill. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. That's what you're doing, and that's the burnt out thing. Mm-hmm. You are energetically going to all these people and making sure they're paying their bills. Yeah. Ridiculous! It's insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and that is really exaggerated, but that's exactly what we're dealing with. That's exactly what you're doing energetically, yeah. and the only reason why I say that is because a friend of mine who owns Ella Bean got my 
L.O. Bing credit card bill by mistake. <laughs> no, you think it's exaggerated, but it isn't funny. She got my bill, and she looked at Roosevelt, and she could have paid my bill. And you know what she did? She did the loving thing. She called me up and said, what the hell are you doing carrying a battle soldiers? <laughs> she did the loving thing. She screamed at me, and then she let it go. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Okay, does that make sense? It, yeah, it does make sense. In doing that process, and doing the process of that could be a technique that I could use or anybody who's highly sensitive could use could be when you feel like you're starting to get pulled into somebody else's field or you're taking on somebody else's field, just um just I suppose just on the left side of the brain, just articulate it even if it's in your head or whatever. There, there's a that, technique. You can get a book called and you don't have borderline personality disorder by far, but the book is called Skills Training. Skills, as in skillful, skills training for borderline personality disorder by Marsha Linehan. Oh, okay, okay. And on page 100 is something called Wise Mind. Wise Mind, I've heard of that, yeah. It's a mindfulness skill that's based on Thich Nhat Hanh. When you start to feel like you're losing it, meaning you're you're losing your energy and going to someone else's problem, Right. it's, it's um, it's a mindfulness skill you observe. You describe, and you watch what your feelings are doing, and you don't judge them. And that helps you bring back, collect yourself. And I mean collect yourself, the parts of you that are running around and paying other people's bills. And that's what you do. The other issue, the only other thought pattern I have is a bigger one. So that's the first one. And then you might have to do a 12-step program on codependence, because chances are a lot of people who are very intuitive, who have that big honk and right brain, Mm -hmm grew up in alcoholic or, you know, chaotic family systems where they developed an intuition to rescue people. And right. so that, that's where they're, 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 the other people were addicts, dependents, right. and you became the rescuer, the codependent. So you have to do a program on it because you developed that wiring in that setting. And I did take, when I was in Las Vegas working for a while, I started for the first time the CODA 12 Steps just for a few times, and it did seem to help. It definitely seemed to create a sense of, um, I don't know, more present, actually, being more present, it, more here. It does, because you know that these people have a higher power. It ain't you. Just because you're intuitive doesn't mean you have to solve the problem. But the other issue <laughs> okay. is the issue of the breast, <laughs> which I wasn't kidding. Okay. So okay. put an asterisk next to the fourth chakra. Okay. Which has to do with nurturance, partnership, and emotional sanity. The first chakra has to do with balancing opposites. And every one of the seven chakras, from my perspective, health has to do with balancing paradox, balancing opposites. The first chakra has to do with being in a partnership, being near someone, and trying to figure out how to stay sane. Now, that's a pant load of fun. And what that means is how do you be near someone's mishigas, and then also... Maintain your emotional footing. That's hard for someone who's very intuitive. Yeah. So what do you do? And you have to be aware of your thought patterns. You have to know you're lovable, even when you're not needed. Mm. I'm going to say that again. You have yes. to know you're lovable, even when you're not needed. Correct. And when you're in a healing profession, you're going to get so automatic to that concept of how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? And everyone's saying, thank you, thank you. How would I do it without you? That you get used to a continuous supply of opiates. That your relationships become driven by how can I be of help? How can I be of help? 
that you become so entrained into people's problems mm-hmm. that, it, that, that that's one of the reasons why this happens. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you know you're lovable even when you're not helping and needed. Wow. And that's a tough one. That's why I said, and that's breast. Yeah. And otherwise, if you become a human breast to the universe, Right. And over time, that increases your chance toward breast problems. Right, 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 right. Because you're lopsided. Right. You're just a breast for everybody. Right. And so, therefore, you have to have times in your life where what my Aunt Evie said, you close the cafeteria. The cafeteria is closed. Yes. You know, cafeteria means milk. Right. Where, where you, <laughs> you just say, at 12 noon, she would say, the cafeteria is closed. She would, close, she would lock the doors of her house and she would watch her soap operas. Because after she, you know, after she spent her entire day being abreast, taking care of 17 foster kids. So you have to have moments in your day where they are intuition-free, they are carefree, they are worry-free, where you are just self-indulgent. And I mean self-indulgent. You do stupid things. Like you, to- you, you they have to do with self. Like you paint your toenails, you watch stupid movies. And during that time, nobody asks you for anything. And if you have a thought that interferes, like, oh, I'm worried about them, you say, the cafeteria is closed. I'm on break. And that's what you do. Because you have to have moments of rescue-free, intuition-free, nurturing-free. Okay. And then you get more control over your intuitive circuitry. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, very much so. Very much so. It stays in the white cloud, the white bubble, all that stuff. It doesn't work. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there a box flower that maybe might work um, also just in assisting in the process that you don't know of? Or? About uh, codependency, of, about this feeling? Maybe just, just in assisting in the process of, you know, maybe it's just the awareness of it. Um. Well, Centauri is uh, dealing with uh, kind of being a doormat, living your life through other people. Um, I don't know if that really would be the one. Uh, what do you think, Doctor Mona Lisa? I, I don't know. The, I don't. It's been a while since I've used box flower remedies. I don't know them as well as you do. I don't know them. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll intuit it for myself and see what comes up. But I think even I gotta, with I have awareness. A, yeah, I have a great book at the store, Monty. Okay. Uh, if mm-hmm. you want to come over, it's a very thick book. It was written by one of the uh, uh, of actually by the box flower expert in the country. And uh, it's very practical. You can just look up certain emotions and then find it. But I, I'm thinking about um, living your life through other people and, and, and sometimes also being, becoming codependent because of it, picking up other people's thoughts and, and feelings and, and letting, letting those affect you and therefore setting boundaries, really being able to set boundaries, what you can accept and what you cannot accept. Uh, I'm thinking about Centauri. Uh, in this case Mm -hmm. okay I'll come in next week and get that okay thank you so much and thank you for your time and and your your advice and um, thank you (laughs) good luck Monty okay bye bye you know i that this is interesting. I I did get a an email. I said earlier I had an email, and then the person who sent the email sent me another email and said, "Never mind," because that was pretty much the same question. <laughs> so being Perfect. involved, yeah, being being involved with other people's emotions, picking up on people's emotions. I think it often happens to good people. We just want to help others, and uh, we feel very compelled that uh, if somebody comes in our life, kind of enters our presence, so to say. 
uh, we want to we want to help him and and but helping becomes more like uh, like being a servant instead of just being a willing helper and i think that is sometimes we become a servant to their problem it becomes our problem and then all of a sudden it starts affecting us it keeps us awake at night we're thinking about it what can we do and and for some people uh, they share their problems but in many ways they don't even want to have help they just want to be able to share their problems with everybody does exactly. that make sense? I mean, the no, no I, it's a way of having contact. Yes. It's a way of getting contact. When you have a problem, you go to someone, and it's like linking up to the mothership. Yes. And you get nurturance. It's a way of getting a hit of opiates. So, yeah, that's true. But I think that most people, they really want to get better. They just don't know how to get off the merry-go-round. And it involves changing something and that's hard because change is something that's fearful yes yes change is uh, change is not easy you need to help and like your 12-step program that you mentioned uh that is uh, that's very helpful i mean luckily we have these 12-step programs that people can uh, join and and participate in but at first of all it takes the step to say i do need to help i do need to find somebody who can help me go through these steps because we cannot always solve the problems by ourselves that is exactly. one of the issues all right uh, folks you're listening to gesundheit with jacobus dr mona lisa Schulz is our guest today by phone from Maine. She wrote a book, The Intuitive Advisor. Uh, a, a psychic doctor teaches you how to solve your most pressing health problems. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 